Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, March 29th. 2017. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, Emma, Emmy Rawson, Drake, Prince, the Kardashians, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, Dr. Phil here. You know, I help people solve difficult problems every day, but one problem has me stumped, childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. Luckily, the Feeding America network of local food banks collects surplus food, giving hope to hungry children and their families. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectoral. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to make sure you tune in every week, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347 347- 637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment.radio and we're also on Twitter as well. Just type in that's entertain1 that's T-H-A-T-S entertain and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14, stiletto like the shoe S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14 and most importantly follow me on Instagram. Just go to tjonesgibbs that's T-J-O-N-E-S G-I-B-B-S Right now the current temperature in the NY is a beautiful and sunny 60 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout out to everyone that's tuning in on the phone lines. Thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And again, if you want to know more about the show and you are a registered listener here on Blog Talk Radio, click on the follow-up button on top of the show page and it will send you a reminder when I come on the air. Also, uh, if you are new to BTR and uh, 
just want to know about other shows here on the network as well, just sign in, um, give yourself a name, and uh, you can get to not only listen to my show on the air as well, but other show here on the network. Uh, to this week, we're going to be talking about uh, Brad and Angelina. Uh, there's reports saying that uh, they might be getting that the relationship is slowly becoming a lot more friendlier, and I'll tell you the latest. Also this week, we're going to be talking about um, there's been a lot of burglaries lately happening in the Los Angeles area when it comes to celebrity homes, and I'll tell you who's the latest victim. Also this week, I'm going to give you the reason why Drake had canceled his concert again for this year, and also... uh, Nicki Minaj is a she has a, a she's the new face of Wilhelmina International Inc. Uh, if you're not familiar with Wilhelmina, that's the 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 well-known modeling agency. Also, uh, this week we're going to be talking about keeping up with the Kardashians. Uh, they had been, for the past two weeks. I've been talk, telling you guys that the ratings this season has been really low. Uh, Kim, there's rumors that Kim is uh, threatening to leave the show once and for all. But now, Mama. Momager Chris Jenner is thinking about going animated. That's right. And uh, also, uh, we're going to be talking about Bob Eager. You know, he's the new Disney CEO. Well, he's going to be, he has talked with some people this week about the details of the upcoming Star Wars movie. So, without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories for the week. Hit it. All right. Uh, it seems that the relationship between Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie is slowly becoming friendly. Uh, following reports suggested that the exes were talking again as he wanted to mend their broken relationship for the sake of their kids. A new report has emerged saying that Brad secretly joined Angie on her recent trip to Cambodia. Uh, e! News was the first to claim that when Angie was there with her kids to attend the premiere of her uh, documentary, documentary film, First They Kill My Father, a daughter of Cambodia remembers, in mid-February, Brad took secret trips whenever he could to spend time with their six children. In an accompanying video, a correspondent for the news outlet noted that Angie was in Cambodia promoting her film from mid-February until the beginning of March, adding, this was around the time as well that Brad missed the Oscars, but the report made E! News turn out to be incorrect. Gossip Cup had debunked it by saying that the former Hollywood power couple did not secretly reunite on the recent Cambodia trip. Citing a rep for Brad, the site revealed that the ally actor jetted off to Cambodia last year when Angie was shooting her film, but not recently. And Emmy Rosen um, who a uh, house is in Los Angeles? It was burglarized last week. An estimated one hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of jewelry and other valuable items were stolen from the Shameless Star safe. The incident was first discovered by Rosam uh, housekeeper on Friday, March twenty-four. The employee found the power was off and a glass pane on one of the back doors was broken. 
The housekeeper also found two empty safes later. TMZ reported that the combination to the safe were written down next to them. The beautiful creature actress was in New York when the incident happened. She later took to Twitter to give credit to the police department, which helped her handle the burglary. Rosam is not the only victim of house burglaries. Kendall Jenner home in Hollywood Hills was recently being robbed and is currently under investigation. The case was categorized as a grand theft at the at the value amount of the missing items in the supermodel house was estimated to be 200000 Just a day after Jamie Presley House in Sherman Oaks was also burglarized and the thieves took away jewelry and a laptop. Drake just canceled a concert again uh, during his Boys Meet World Tour in Amsterdam. The hotline bling hitmaker left 17,000 fans disappointed after letting them wait for his appearance over 75 minutes inside the Ziggo Dome on March 27. However, the show was then rescheduled for today. Drake has no option but to cancel his Amsterdam gig. TMZ reported that the One Dance hitmaker suffered extreme food poisoning after eating some bad sushi before the Monday night. Night show. Now, sources close to Drizzy also told the publication that Drizzy's condition was so bad that he had to get medical treatment as soon as possible. This marked the third time the Hold On, We're Going Home singer canceled his show during the Boy Meets World Tour in Europe. His performance on January 20th and 21st was previously moved to January 26th and 27th before being rescheduled for March 27th and March 28th. And Prince's longtime struggle with drugs had been revealed by his ex-wife, Maddie Garcia, in her new memoir titled The Most Beautiful, My Life with Prince. The 43-year-old who was married to the pop icon for four years dished on concerning red flags throughout her relationship with the music legend, including his devastating addiction and secret overdoses. Speaking to Radar Online, Maddie said that she tried for years to dismiss his addiction and believe him when he told her it was nothing. She also described a number of times in which he was acting, in her quote, loopy. She insists she never once saw her ex-husband taking drugs other than vitamin B injections, but one day in 1994 she noticed he seemed foggy. Soon after she discovered she was pregnant with their son, Amir, in 1996, Prince was rushed to the hospital after suffering an overdose. A security guard found him passed out, and uh, she recounted that there was vomit on the floor. A doctor told her they had pumped his stomach, get this, and gave him charcoal treatment, but Prince, Prince insisted he merely took aspirin with red wine. Maddie claimed Prince refused to discuss the incident during their marriage, saying she accepted his word that he told her it would never happen again. Now, this is some interesting news because next month makes the one-year anniversary of Prince's death. You know, they found Prince in his, you know, in Paisley Park in an elevator, unresponsive. And, you know, Prince not only was found there, he found dead there, you know, Prince also lived there, and he also worked there. That's where his studios, uh, are, where his studios are, and uh, they're getting ready to open up Paisley Park for fans of Prince to have people to look at the, and, and they turn it into kind of a, like a museum. So this is really interesting because you know, for the longest, you know, as a big Prince fan of myself. We we never heard these things about Prince. He was such a 
private person, and he always uh, tried to, you know, he always talked about living a clean life, drug-free, you know, eating right, eating healthy. He, he never smoked. He never drank. But these are, this according to this book, um, it shows, sheds a whole different life, light on Prince's life that none of us, none of his fans, and maybe even his, the people that he worked close with didn't even know about. Uh, well, keeping up with the Kardashian end after its 13th season, after all, well, rumor has it that Kris Jenner is pitching an animated version of the reality show which will feature her famous family, including Kim, Chloe, Courtney, Kylie, and Kendall. Now, according to TMZ, Kris had a meeting at Harvey Weinstein Company in Los Angeles earlier this month to talk about the animated version of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. While the entire family will be featured, according to sources, the show will not include Caitlyn Jenner. The series will be a primetime pitch, and it's not for kids. The ratings for Keeping Up with the Kardashians are worse than ever following the premiere of its season 13, and it was rumored that Kim wanted to retire from the show after the current season to spend more time with her family. Kim had told Chris and the family that this is her last season. Uh, she just they, she she expressed that she doesn't want to do it anymore. She said it's been a great run, and now it's over for her. Uh, after the incident in Paris, her life had changed. She just doesn't want to live this kind of in-front-of-the-camera life anymore, according to the rumors. And Kris Jenner is single again. Uh, rumor has it that the Keeping Up with the Kardashian star has called it quit with her longtime toy boy, Corey Gamble. The exes were last seen together on Valentine's Day, and Chris decided to dump Corey not long after. According to the source, Chris wants to focus on her family reality show, which garnered the lowest ratings during the premiere of his latest season. Corey has been away from Chris for some time. He was recently spotted skiing with Scooter Braun and friends in South Africa. Will he and Chris rekindle their relationship when he returns back to L.A.? Some sources say probably not. The, the source also revealed that Chris seemed to be much less invested in the relationship than she used to be. Uh, they said that they're not broken up yet because she has not decided to pull the plug on her and Corey just let yet, but a lot of people in her inner circle think that Corey was nothing but a rebound from Caitlyn anyways. And uh, Nicki Minaj can now officially add the title of model to her resume. The rapper has signed a contract with uh, Wilhelmina International Inc. Celebrity Division. The modeling agency announced this yesterday. Uh, uh, actually, Nicki, uh, who's now 34, she told Vogue magazine, quote, I love the synergy between my music and how it inspired my fashion. My message is always celebrating your own style. I'm thrilled and honored to have signed with Wilhelmina. They get me, unquote. In an official release by Wilhelmina, CEO Bill Wackerman said that Minaj is a driving force in the world of fashion. They said they're thrilled to work alongside Nicki Minaj and her team. They called her a style pioneer and icon. Right now we have 14 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week broadcast live from the NYC, I give you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show and you are a registered listener here on BTR, 
Make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you like us on Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertaining number one. Also follow me on Twitter at stiletto fourteen. And also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Also, if you can't catch the show live, I know sometimes we all live, live, lead, lead busy lives. You know, sometimes it's hard to tune in every week live. You can always catch the show uh, during our uh, right here on BTR uh, on our archives. You can also check out Stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. It's also a website with over 75,000-plus radio shows and podcasts, and you just type in the search box, that's Entertainment Online Radio, and you can listen to the archives from that website as well. Also this week, the Mindy Project is coming to an end. The upcoming sixth season of the Hulu comedy created and starring Mindy Kaling will be its last. The final season of the series, which centers on an obstetrician and gynecologist doctor named Mindy Lahiri, who is searching for love, will premiere on the streaming service in September. The series premiered on Fox in 2012, but was canceled after three seasons. Hulu then picked it up in 2015 and since produced 40 episodes over the past two seasons. In addition to being the star and creator, Kaylin, who rose to fame on The Office, served as the executive producer, writer, and narrator for the show. And speaking of Mindy, uh, have you heard the latest? Uh, she and uh, Senator Cory Booker from New Jersey, uh, apparently they were talking on Twitter, and he had invited her for dinner, and she accepted his invitation. So that kind of sparks a little Twitter, uh, uh, people on Twitter were just going wild and, you know, that the, it, it almost seemed like they were flirting almost, but it was just that he said, you know, you know, why don't you join me for dinner and, and I don't know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Eager has shared significant details of the upcoming Star Wars movie. During a talk in Santa Monica, the CEO talked about the role of Carrie Fisher's Leia character in the Star Wars The Last Jedi, where he revealed some bits about Han Solo's movie and spoke about what could uh, happen after the Star Wars Episode Ninth. Regarding uh, General Leia's role in The Last Jedi, Eager said that her role would remain unchanged despite Fisher's death. And when talking about Han Solo's movie later on, Eager revealed some intriguing details. He divulged that the movie would explain how Han obtained his Millennium Falcon and how he met Chewbacca. And Eager also hinted that Han Solo was actually not the smuggler's real name. Furthermore, Eager said that the Disney that said that Disney would consider a big plan for Star Wars after Episode Nine, and judging from the fact that Star Wars remains solid for more than four decades, Disney is likely considering more Star Wars movies in the future. In the meantime, the adventure in the galaxy far, far away will be featured in the upcoming Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Mark Hamill will reprise his role as Luke Skywalker in the movie. Other returning cast members include Daisy Ridley, John Boyega. Oscar Isaac, Adam Driver, Lupita Nyong'o, Domino Gleason, Anthony Daniels, Gwendolyn Christie, and Andy Serkis. 
Benicio Del Toro, Laura Dern, and Kelly Marie Tran are among the new cast members. Star Wars The Last Jedi will hit U.S. theaters on December 15. And Amy Schumer is no longer the lead actress of Sony's Barbie live-action movie. The comedian was announced to star in the movie last December and recently did a polish for the script, but she eventually exited the project due to scheduling conflict. Schumer's busy schedule included a long promotional tour for our upcoming movie, Snatch, which is set to be released in May. And in addition, Schumer has been tapped to star in a dramedy, She Came to Me, opposite Steve Carell and Nicole Kidman. A spokesperson of Sony state that the news about filmmakers and new casting will be updated soon. The upcoming Barbie live-action movie is said to be similar with Flash and Enchanted. It follows the story of Barbie who is kicked from Barbie land for she is not good enough to stay there. And after being kicked from her hometown, Barbie begins her adventure in the real world. The movie is set to start in production in June and is scheduled to be released on June 29, 2018. Last December, Schumer received backlash after she was announced to be the movie's lead character. The actress later responded to the negative comments via her Instagram account. In the meantime, we can see Schumer in the comedy Snatch and with she star opposite Goldie Horn. The movie is scheduled to hit U.S. theaters on May 12th. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in talks to direct Universal's R-rated musical comedy film with a working title called Wingman. The walk actor is also set to star in the movie alongside Shannon Tatum. Gordon-Levitt and the 21 Jump Street star will produce the film along with Mark Platt, Adam Siegel, and Peter Kernan. The project will focus on the story of two pilots who crash land in Las Vegas. It also reported that the upcoming movie is a combination of Pitch Perfect and the Broadway musical The Book of Mormon with a touch of adult humor. Production won't be starting anytime soon as Tatum is about to begin filming his action thriller Triple Frontier alongside Tom Hardy. The Lego Batman movie actor will next be seen in Logan's Lucky opposite Daniel Craig and Adam Driver as well as in Kingman, The Golden Circle, which is set to hit U.S. theaters on September 29th. The movie will mark Gordon Levitt's return as a director after he helmed 2013 romantic comedy drama Don John. His acting credits include Premium Rush, The Dark Knight Rises, Inception, G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra, and 500 Days of Summer. And Colin Farrell is in talks for Dumbo, the Fantastic Beast, and Where to Find Them actor is expected to play the role of Holt the widowed father of two kids from Kentucky in the upcoming Disney live-action movie. He joins Eva Green, who is tapped as Colette, a French trapeze artist who works for the evil Vladimir, and Danny DeVito, who will play Bendisi, the man who runs a small circus acquired by the villain who is yet to be cast. Dumbo centered on a big ear circus elephant mocked for his long ears, but he learns to use them as, a, as wings to fly. The project will reunite Green with Tim Burton, who directed her in his previous two movies, Miss Pellegrine's Home for Peculiar Children and Dark Shadows. And Scandal is the next show to tackle alt-reality themes. The 100th episode of the political drama series will be a what-if theme episode similar to what Grey's Anatomy did in Season 8 with its If Then episode. The official logline for the episode reads, With the ugly truth behind Frankie's assassination revealed, a torn Olivia, played by Carrie Washington, wonders how different her life and the country would be if she, Melly, and Cyrus had never rigged Fitz's election. 
uh, at the Shell's Pally Fest panel on Sunday, this past Sunday, March 26th, the cast talked about the What If theme episode. Darby Stanfield said that the landmark episode worked as a pressure relief valve with Huck's storyline getting heavy after he shot after he is shot multiple times in the latest episode. Uh, as for the future of the series, the cast seemed optimistic that it could last long beyond the current season. The Shondaland drama has been renewed for a seventh season by ABC. Scandal airs Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. Also, uh, Cher has announced that she is exiting from her Lifetime movie, Flint, which is scheduled to begin shooting next month. The Bang Bang, My My Baby Shot Me Down hitmaker cited a serious family issue as a reason for her departure. As Cher didn't provide details about the family issue, fans are concerned about her health. But E.T., however, had assured everyone that the pop icon is in good health. And as for the serious issue that she referred to, it reportedly is about her mother's health. Flint follows the story of three women from Flint who fought to expose the wrongdoing committed against the residents of the city who were unknowingly drinking and using lead-laden water. The actions inspired a national movement for safe drinking water despite the political powers working against them at every turn. Inspired by the Time Magazine cover story, The Toxic Tab, by Josh Sandburn, it will be directed by Bruce Barraford with a script provided by Barbara Stepatsky. In addition to starring, Cher was also attached as an executive producer. It's unknown if she will remain as executive producer of the TV movie. Wow. And also, uh, Jay-Z is reportedly, get this, he's going to produce a series about Trayvon Martin with the Weinstein Company. Rumor has it that the Empire State of Mind rapper and the production company will make an ambitious series of films and television project about the African-American teen who was fatally shot by George Zimmerman, a neighborhood watch volunteer in Sanford, Florida, in 2012. Now, according to Variety, Jay-Z and the Weinstein Company won a heated bidding war for the rights to two books, Suspicious Nation, the inside story of the Trayvon Martin injustice and why we continue to repeat it, and Rest in Power, the enduring life of Trayvon Martin. The Weinstein Company confirmed the deal but refused to offer comment. Suspicious Nation is written by Lisa Bloom and recounts her experience covering the trial for NBC, while Rest in Power is by Trayvon's parents, Sabrina Fulton and Tracy Martin. The latter tells a more personal story looking at Trayvon's childhood and the aftermath of his death. Jay-Z is reportedly making a six-part docuseries as part of the first look deal he signed with the Weinstein Company last September. The Indian studio will also develop a narrative-featured film. Right now we have here 25 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. And again, if you like the show, you want to know more about the show, click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. Coming up uh, in the next half hour, uh, I'm going to also be giving you guys the latest on... um, Let's see here. We have uh, James Franco is coming up. He and uh, Seth Rogen are teaming up again. They're developing a new project uh, for the streaming giant. I'll tell you what that is. Also coming up, uh, Ed Sheeran 
apparently forgot his own lyrics while he performed live at the Comic Relief last weekend. I'll tell you the latest. And uh, Harry Styles from um, from the the boy band um, One Direction, he's getting ready to debut his latest single, his solo single, on Saturday Night Live on April 15th. And he's very nervous about it. I'll tell you what he said. And uh, Tony Rock has booked a series regular role on CBS comedy pilot, Living Biblically. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Yeah. 
Tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Now we have 27 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Joe and Lean Into It from his new album, Hashtag My Name is Joe Thomas. Well, before the music break, I was telling you about uh, Hulu has brought James Franco and Seth Rogen on board to develop a a new project for the streaming giant. According to Variety, the Pineapple Express duo are working on a 90s teen drama teaming up with the author and social media personality Kelly Oxford. Oxford is set to pin the script of the project. Franco and Rogen will serve as executive producers alongside Franco's producing partner, Vince Jolivet, and uh, Rogan's longtime collaborator, Evan Goldberg. Franco and Rogan, a co-star in the 1990 show titled Freaks and Geeks, which was set in the 80s. The duo also collaborated on several films, including This is the End, The Night Before, Sausage Party, The Interview, and the upcoming flick, The Disaster Artist, which debuted at X, uh, SXS. W to rare reviews. However, the current project marks the first TV project collaboration. Frankel is currently gearing up for HBO's upcoming series, The Deuce, as well as working with Jolivet on The Pretenders and Blood Surf. Meanwhile, Rogan is teaming up with Goldberg for AMC's Preacher, which is entering in its sophomore season. And Oxford has her breakthrough with her New York Times bestseller, Everything is Perfect When You're a Liar, in 2013. Her second book, When You Find Out the World is Against You, will soon hit the shelves on Tuesday, April 18. No premiere date is set yet for the new project. And Ed Sheeran, he forgot his own lyrics while performing live on Comic Relief on Friday, March 24th. The 26-year-old singer missed his lines while singing his new song, What Do I Know, from his latest album, Divide. Ed laughed off his mistake and kept playing. Fans took to Twitter to praise the Shape of You singer after he recovered from his on-air blunder on Friday night. Ed's latest album, Divide, broke Adele's record when it sold 432,000 copies in just three days, outselling the entire U.K. top 200 twice over. And good news for Harry Styles fans. After the release of Styles' solo single preview, another surprise has come. The singer-turned-actor is set to make his debut solo performance on April 15th on Saturday Night Live. SNL alum Jimmy Fallon will host the episode while Harry will be the musical guest. The news was announced on SNL Twitter account on Tuesday, March 28th. Styles' debut performance on SNL is scheduled a week after the release of his first solo single on April 7th. This will be his first TV appearance since his group One Direction announced their hiatus back in 2015. Style former bandmate Zayn Malik and his former uh, his fellow bandmate Nile Horan has all uh, they have been ahead of him with their own solo projects. And although fans are excited, the 23-year-old heartthrob is reportedly terrified of his much-anticipated solo debut. A source revealed that Styles is worried that his solo single will not sell. Apart from his music, the 1D youngest member is trying his hand at acting. He has a role in Christopher Nolan's World War II movie, Dunkirk. He will appear in the movie with actor Tom Hardy. The movie is set to hit U.S. theaters on July 21st. 
And Tony Rock has booked a series regular role in CBS comedy pilot, Living Biblically, from the Big Bang series star Johnny Galecki, writer Patrick Walsh from Two Broke Girls and Warner Brothers TV. Based on A.J. Jacobs' best-selling book, The Years of Living Biblically, the project written by Walsh and directed by Andy Ackerman followed Chip, a modern-day man at a crossroads in his life who decides to live according to the Bible's literal interpretation. Rock will play Vince, Chip's best friend at the office. The two share a love of gossip and bond over their mutual hatred for their co-worker, Gary. Vince loves winding Chip up but is not afraid to give him a reality check to keep him centered. Rock is currently the host of TV1's new primetime game show, The Game of Dating. He also has a starring role in uh, feature Come On Man and The Redemption of a Dog. Also, uh, NWA's John Rudd defining the 1988 single Straight Outta Compton and Sister Sledge anthem We Are Family are among the works that have made it into the National Recording Registry this year. Each year, the Library, uh, Library of Congress picked 25 titles that are culturally, historically, or uh, as, uh, as uh, more like a significant when it comes to uh, anything for the last 10 years, that's at least 10 years old. The latest batch spans the year of 1987 to 1997, and it brings the total number of titles in the registry to 475. Also making the cut in 2017 are works from Wilson Pickett, Big Mama Thornton, Scott Joplin, Wes Montgomery, and Sonny Rollins, comedy from Richard Pryor, the original cast album on Broadway, The Wind, and the black national anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing. And hip-hop legend LL Cool J took to social media over the weekend to rally support around the missing young women of color in Washington, D.C. He even called upon rapper Eminem and musical mogul Russell Simmons to join the search. LL is the latest celebrity to lend their voice to call attention to the dozen of missing girls between the ages of 14 to 18 who's gone missing over the past week. D.L. Hughley even made a fuss when he took the Twitter after the FBI tracked down Tom Brady's jersey by suggesting that if those missing were wearing jersey, the agency would rush to find and bring them to safety. Meanwhile, Washington, D.C. officials are saying that the girls who have gone missing are not crime victims. They're simply runaways. Members of the Congressional Black Caucus are calling for a federal investigation into the missing black and Latino young women in the area. TMZ reports that there are currently 38 open cases of missing persons in D.C. and 12 disappeared in the last five months. Nine of the girls are 18 years of age and under. Ten are black and two are Hispanic. A police spokesperson said that they believe all of the runaways based on the circumstances of their disappearance. Uh, police Chief Peter Newsham tells TMZ that those missing has a history of leaving home. He said that the number of missing eight, uh, also with the stats from the previous record, has only seemed alarming because of the heightened attention on social media to help locate the missing girls. Wow. And I heard about this because I was like, why all these girls missing in one particular city? So they're saying that they're not they're not missing, they just have simply runaways. We'll see what happens as this story develops. Also, um at you know, a lot of people as 
saying that the, where is President Obama since um, all the latest, since this new administration with Trump and all the scandal and, and controversy surrounding this current administration, people are wondering, well, where is President Obama in uh, all of this? It's like he's just keeping low. Well, you know, apparently, you know, he's been, he talked about uh, after he was leaving, when he was going to leave office, that he was going to go on vacation and, you know, just, you know, stay low-key, even though he still remains in Washington, D.C., because his youngest daughter still goes to school there. But they said that he's reportedly on a South Pacific island right now writing his White House memoirs. The Washington Post report that POTUS 44 is chilling on an island called uh, Tetiara, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, it's located in a group of French Polynesian islands. Its closest neighbor is Tahiti, which is roughly 30 miles away. The island once belonged to actor Marlon Brando, who purchased the property while scouting location for his 1962 movie, Mutiny on the Bounty. A decade after Brandon's death in uh, 2004, the property was acquired by hotel company Pacific Peach Beachcomber and was converted into an ultra-luxury resort called the Brando. Obama is reportedly staying at the 35 Villa Resort for his month-long stay. Rooms start at 2800 per night, and some run as high as 13000 per night, which is a mere jump change considered that Barack and Michelle Obama just inked a book deal worth a reported $60 million. Wow. And you got to see this island. It's beautiful. Uh, the villa, the brando, is just gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. It's just beautiful. New York. Parsons School of Design. It's located on uh, 7th Avenue in Midtown. Well, they have announced that Rihanna will be honored at the 69th Annual Benefit in May. The recognition, according to a release, lauds the exceptional individual who empower young women on a global scale through self-expression and leadership. The Parson Benefit, hosted by Parson School of Design in collaboration with the New School College of Performing Arts, will be held at Pier 60 in New York on May 22nd. Riri has won several pieces designed by Parsons MFA fashion design and society grads, including uh, Matthew Dolan and BFA fashion design graduate Melanie Yajunin. Rihanna will be honored alongside designer Eileen Fisher and luxury retailer Neiman Marcus Group at this year's event. Previous honorees include Donna Karen, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Ariana Huffington. And uh, um, Master P, uh, you know, a couple of years ago we had his beautiful daughter, Symphonique, on the show. Well, he has announced that his biopic, King of the South, will begin shooting this summer in his New Orleans hometown with Queen Latifah and The Wire's Wendell Pierce committed to the project. The movie will follow his uh, rise to the rap game through the success of his label, No Limit Records, as well as his unprecedented deal with Priority Records and his landing on Ford's Top 100 list. The role of Master P has yet to be filled. No word on how Latifah and New Orleans native Pierce will factor into the project. Opening casting for New Orleans natives will begin on April 4th from 11 p.m. to 5 p.m. 
in uh, Gretna, Louisiana. And I'm sorry, that's from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I also want to apologize. Last week I was talking about um, Mel B. and her husband, um, Stephen Belafonte. You know, they're getting ready to divorce after 10 years of marriage. And I mentioned that uh, Stephen was the son of uh, actor and singer Harry Belafonte. Well, that's not true. Uh, Harry and Stephen are not related. So I just wanted to clear that up because, you know, they share the same name. But, you know, and Belafonte is not a common name, so my bag. So Harry and Stephen Belafonte are not father and son. Right now we have here 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and when I come back I'll give you the last remaining stories of the day. So please, don't go anywhere. I'm making love me. You just don't trust me. You don't understand me, but you love me when I come to give me security. I'm making love me. You just don't trust me. You need to understand me, but you love me when I come to give me security. Yeah. We stole a moment in time. Give me everything that you needed. I wasn't a time to repeat it. But she was always in mind. Standing in love in my life. I was so gone, I admit it. You'll never ever want to be apart from them It's like y'all want and you become a part of them You hold them soft and still go hard for them But instead of looking at how far we come I'm regretting it, damn, are you dumb? Wanting kids and thought you father them Now, I wouldn't even bother, hun You see, I never had a clue that harm would come And I really love you, and now I'm done See, I got my car, it just started up And now we gon' go where your karma come believe I was white, I really thought this was life, but now I'm finished, it's back to business, friendly, my, cause when you love someone, you just don't treat them bad, you must be what we had, all the things I'm coming back, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I was bugging, thinking somehow I could trust you, Thinking somehow I could trust you. You don't need us. I don't. I don't. I'm making love me. You just don't trust me. You don't trust me. You need to understand me. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I just got your brain over. I put you in the game. Now it's game over. Every
in my ring bag. Never mind, you can keep that. Cause every time you look, that's a ring me. Come on, keep that. You just gonna treat them bad. You must know what we have. Probably think I'm coming back. But I don't, I don't, I don't want to Think it's a hard to trust. I used to love it. I don't, I don't want to Think it's a hard to trust. That was Mariah Carey remix I Don't featuring Remy Ma and YG. Right now we currently have about, uh, let's see, we have about 10 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, Lil Wayne just announced on Twitter that he has partnered with Digital Radio Network Dash Radio to launch Young Money Radio. Dash Radio featured more than 60 original stations curated by DJs, radio personalities, musicians, and music tastemakers. The platform has included partner stations curated by the likes of Snoop Dogg, Odd Future, Kylie Jenner, and Mac Miller. On today's episode, uh, Young Money assignee Hootie Baby will premiere his project, Kitchen 24, Slanging Off, Key, presented by YM and DJ Drama, as a matter of fact, it's on air right now as we speak. And uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air cast got back together and hit the beach. Alfonso Ribeiro, who played Carlton in the TV series, posted a photo to his Instagram account of the group, which include Will Smith, Tatiana Ali, Karen Parson, Daphne Maxwell Reed, and Joseph Marcel. Avery, who played Uncle Phil, died in 2013 due to complications from heart surgery. Fans hit up the comments section to reminisce about the series and send love to the cast members, including Avery. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air aired on NBC from September 10, 1990 to May 20, 1996. Smith played a fictional version of himself, a teen from West Philadelphia, who was sent to move in with his wealthy aunt and uncle in their Bel-Air mansion after getting into a fight at a local basketball court. For those hoping that this reunion signals some sort of Netflix revival a la Fuller House, don't hold your breath. Last year, Smith told E! News that they would have this that that would happen pretty close to when hell freezes over. And here's the latest. Uh, uh, you know that um, Janet, um, the woman who played the original uh, auntie, uh, she she was. Uh, she played uh, Daphne Maxwell character Reed, um, the aunt. Uh, she, she, she <laughs> I don't know. I think something is literally wrong with this woman because apparently uh, she went on some kind of rant. Uh, Janet Hubbard, that's who I'm talking about, uh, trashing Alfonso Ribeiro after he posted that uh, reunion photo saying that he was always the ass wipe for Will and that there will never be a true reunion of the French Prince and that uh, she had no interest in seeing those people on that kind of level if there was ever talks in doing a reunion. And uh, But she said that um, that she wasn't offended, but, you know, she sounded like she, she was after she went on this rant, but she said that this one, this seeing this French Prince get-together makes her want to take some meetings in Hollywood to pitch her memoir, which will contain behind-the-scenes stories from the show. 
I don't know. Janet's at it again, I see. She's at it again. And uh, Mary J. Blige is gearing up for the release of her upcoming album, Strength of a Woman. The Queen of Hip Hop Soul took to Instagram on Monday, March 27th, to share its release date and cover art, which features a singer sitting atop on a golden throne. In November, Blige's single, Sick of It, the set first single, earned Mary her fifth number one on the adult R&B song Airplay chart. She also told The Hollywood Reporter that Kanye West's duet would appear on the album. The album will mark Bly's 13th, which will be available April 28th. And Pitch Perfect 3 is now singing in a major key. DJ Callie is the latest star to join the cast in a role that will remain a mystery, at least for now. Of course, the artist took to social media on Monday, March 27th, to announce the news. He shared a behind-the-scenes look from the set that included a cameo from Elizabeth Banks, who gave no details about his role. It appears, however, that the shoot was with U.S. Army troops for some kind of USO event. Anna Kendricks and Rebel Wilson return to lead the cast of Pitch Perfect 3, which is due in theaters December 22, 2017. The cast also include Banks, Holly Steinfeld, Anna Camp, Ruby Rhodes, Brittany Snow, and newcomer John Lithgow and Trinidad James. And if you were thinking that Kanye West would be a good look for the proposed reboot of American Idol on NBC, think again. Contrary to reports that he had at least well, with least being considered, it's, it's not happening. He's not in discussion with NBC or anyone else. Reports are surfacing that NBC and producer were sal- salivating over the idea of bringing Kaye as a host, and discussions are underway. But that's not true, said a T. According to TMZ, a source is close to West and with the direct knowledge said that there's no conversation with Kaye to join American Idol or any show for that matter. And Jewel, uh, is, I had an uh, opportunity to interview Jewel here on the show a couple of years ago. Uh, if you want to catch that uh, interview, you can always tune in in the archive. She's, uh, she has a movie coming out this Sunday on the Hallmark Channel called Concrete Evidence, a Fixer-Upper Mystery. Uh, it premieres on Sunday night, April 2nd at 9 p.m., so check that out. It's on the Hallmark Movie and Mystery Channel. And, uh, you know, fans of uh, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, they must have thought when they experienced both comedy giants on the stage at the same time, you know, you can imagine people was like saying, whoa. You know, it happened on Saturday night. Rock was unexpectedly joined by Chappelle at the Sagner Theater in New Orleans. The new dynamic duo was preceded by Eric Andre and Jeff Ross, two headliners in their own right. Uh, we heard that the Chappelle tried to stay away from some of the most controversial jokes presented in his recently released Netflix special, but instead decided to poke fun at the Zika virus, Caitlyn Jenner, and the Amish people. Otherwise, Rock and Chappelle joked about Donald Trump and his failed health care bill, Michael Jackson, and Chappelle's wife. And Cuba Gooding Jr. was dragged on Twitter on Sunday after he lifted up the dress of American Horror Story Rona co-star Sarah Polson at the Los Angeles Paley Fest. As Polson was greeting fellow star Kathy Bates upon her introduction at Hollywood's Dolby Theater, Gooding grabbed her uh, dress from behind, like it had like a, a very like a sheath from behind. Um, although Polson initially uh, shreked at the whole thing, 
um, the pair who play husband and wife on season six of the FX anthology series appear to be in a playful mood as the event continued. But uh, people on Twitter, they were not in a playful mood. They went in. Users quickly let them know that their actions were not okay. Uh, one uh, person wrote, um, uh, Cuba, uh, hey, dude, do you apologize to Sarah? You should if you should if you should if you didn't because what you did was gross and disrespectful. Somebody also tweeted, uh, FYI, the reason uh, Miss Sarah Paulson is smiling is because Miss Kathy Bates then screamed out of the shock at the disrespectful action of Cuba Gooding Jr. And some another one said that um, so you're going to allow Cuba Gooding Jr. to get away with lifting Miss Sarah Paulson's skirt. At Paley Center, total disrespect to a woman. It, yeah, it was a little odd. If you haven't seen it, it, it was a little. But it seemed like they were just playing around. I don't think he was doing it deliberately, but at the same time, it was, it was a little odd. And a former American Next Top Model contestant, she was injured during a shooting in Houston, Texas, uh, this past weekend. Um, I don't know if you guys remember her, but her name was her name is Brandy Rusher. She was one of several people that was shot at an apartment complex in the city. According to multiple reports, Rusher and five others were shot too fatally. Reports said that Rusher and three other victims are reportedly in critical condition and remain in intensive care. Now, according to the homicide release record, cops are still searching for suspects who drove up in a white four-door vehicle, got out of the car, and began arguing with the victim, at which point one suspect allegedly retrieved a semi-automatic rifle from the truck of the car and shot the victim. Both suspects allegedly fled the scene in the vehicle they arrived in, Russia competed on cycle four of America Next Top Model in 2005. Wow. Very dangerous. Wow. You know, it's sad, you know, and there was another model. I, I can't remember her name who was also a victim of uh, a crime. She was b- murdered, I believe. That was the season when Tyra had both, the, the first time she had both men and women on the show, on the competition show. Well, um, right now we have here about uh, about a minute left remaining in the show. I'd like to thank everybody who tuned in um, to the show on the phone lines and in the chat room. Thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe. And uh, I'll talk with you next time. Take care.